0: Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008.
1: We are moving on and you know I am so excited for our next guest because Besides being on radio and really, really loving this show, I also have a day job, believe it or not, and I call myself a mind freedom fighter. And I often talk about emancipating one's mind from mental slavery. So when I saw, um, that we have uh, Brian Blem, who's a counseling psychologist come onto the show and he has written a blog on emancipating yourself from mental slavery, um, I was intrigued and I thought, oh, just up my alley. So guys, you know, just sit back and uh, get ready for a mind-opening conversation about you and how important inner work is to change your experience of your life. So Brian Blim, as I said, Counseling Psychologist, welcome and lovely to have you on the show, Brian.
0: Thank you, Nikki. It's wonderful to be on your show. Really appreciate it.
1: So Let's talk about the idea that we need to emancipate ourselves. You say that we are prisoners. Now, what does that mean, we are prisoners? Prisoners
0: of what? I would suggest that we are prisoners of our cultural conditioning. And there is nothing inherently wrong with culture. Culture is the way people organize themselves and find meaning and purpose in the social milieu that we we all belong to. But when you consider that, um, you know, we come into this world, these very vulnerable little creatures dependent on our primary caregivers, and we are sort of faced with an existing world system, um, whether it be, you know, the family dynamics, the Educational dynamics, religious dynamics, and those are all very powerful structures that are already in place before our arrival. And, and, and our natures are these incredible potential beings that we are. And yet we, we then have to adapt to the, the cultural norms and values of our particular environment and context. And that's where I think we in that adaptation process, we um and, and and that whole engagement between the culture, the prevailing culture and and our particular temperaments and um you know understanding of ourselves, there's a, a process that takes place of um meaning making and and that's where we in order to Survive, we, we, we often have to just fit in and, and that is where there is a bit of a breakdown between our true natures and the na- and, and the person we start to become and that, that person that we start to become in trying to fit in and lead our best lives, that is actually what starts to create something of a prison. It initially provides structure and um, safety in a sense, but it is um, unfortunately taking us more and further away from our true selves. So,
1: Brian, let's break this down a little bit. So Mm. you're saying that we enter this world, as you say, innocent, perfect. We have all of these structures, these powerful structures that are there to support us as part of our survival. Very important and we have to adapt to these cultural norms and values. And while they support us, they can hold us back. So let's just look at when when you look at the word culture, because that's an interesting one, right? I mean, we all come from different backgrounds. We all have different cultures. So are you talking about specific cultures or are you just talking about generalized cultures that that we
0: all are
1: then conditioned to?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like culture is such a, a big word and it's, it's a macro and a micro word of, of the sort of interface between us and our environment and the environment is relational. We are, we are social beings and so, you know, we, there is a path that is sort of set for us and being these sort of vulnerable creatures, we are dependent on our caregivers, be it our parents, teachers, preachers, uh, for the first 18 years minimum. And, and therefore they have a lot to do with our socialization and conditioning. And, and I think that, you know, there is, there is this, um, Sort of submission to the to the to the prevailing dominance of the very people who themselves are carrying the culture and and projecting the culture and imposing the culture in with good intent, but because in that process of raising a child um there is often wounding that takes place where. Because we are all, I believe, primarily wounded, there's no human being who gets through life without, uh, a loss of heart in a sense. And, and the adaption that comes with it, that we, you know, we then, we, we then are what Martha Beck would say in her book, The Way of Integrity, we are internally divided. We are not balanced. Now, the balance is essentially between The culture on the outside and our nature on the inside.
1: Okay, Brian, let's, we're going to take a break. Um, and after the break, let's, let's, because I mean, this is um, great to discuss, but let's. Let's talk about something that our audience can relate to and how that would, um, let's say, manifest in our everyday life. So people who are listening, how would it affect them when you talk about this cultural conditioning? How would it make them feel or operate in the world? So let's bring it right down. A quick break and we're going to be right back.
0: IFM 101.9 megahertz of life.
1: Welcome back to the Deal Link show. I have Brian Blem, who is a counseling psychologist on the phone. We ha- uh, on the show. We're having a very interesting discussion about, um, emancipating ourselves from mental slavery famous taken from the famous song bob marley's song and brian has been talking about us being a prisoner that we don't really realize it that we because of cultural conditioning um there are powerful structures that are there to support us we learn from it they protect us it helps us for our survival we learn from our primary caregivers, but at the same time, we adopt those values and those cultural norms, and they can change us in such a way that we lose who we are. I think that's what Brian is saying. And he talks about us being primarily wounded because of this. So let's take this concept and let's take this idea and let's see how that would play out in your and my life. So Brian, how would that play out? Would you, would you say that it would manifest in a person who just, uh, has a negative, um, uh, thought about themselves in the world or how, how, how would it play out?
0: Well, it, it plays out all the time in so many ways and, and I think we, we just become survivors in our lives and, and we often feel like we, we're not really living our own lives. It's a, there's a disassociation that seems to happen and we, we just conform. We conform to, to the, the, the patterns and even though we are individuals, we, we we lose our individuality and 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 we become frustrated. I think a lot of negative emotions start to surface. Um excuse me, that's uh so sorry, I've just got a message here. I'm going to um, just one minute. My computer wants to restart of all things.
1: Anyway, if you yes. disappear, if we disappear, yes. we'll know that the cultural conditioning of your computer yes. has taken over and I you've disappeared somewhere yes. into the ether.
0: <laughs> oh, it's crazy. <laughs> but I, will, I will come back to you on my, on my telephone if I have on my cell phone. Um, Don't worry. We'll, we'll stay yeah. with you, Brian. We'll stay right. with you. And, and so I think that a lot of pathology, mental illness, depression, Anxiety, a lot of marital problems are, are really birthed by this, um, internal division within each of us where we are dominated by culture and we've conformed and yet our natures are largely neglected and we don't, we've never been taught how to nurture our own natures. And so, yeah, I mean, that's why.
1: Can I just ask you something? Hmm. Sorry, sorry, Brian. I mean, when I think of certain cultural things, there's so many advantages to what your culture can bring you because the culture will then create this community and a community can hold you and support you. Am I, am I losing it here, Brian? At what point can, can this cultural conditioning create this split, this, this, this feeling that we're moving away from our true
0: nature? And Nikki, that's such is a... Is it a
1: balance? Is there a balance? What, 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 what are we playing with here?
0: Well, I think the thing we're playing with here is dependency, something called dependency. Uh-huh. We, we have been socialized and conditioned through yeah. culture to be overly dependent on culture and not actually balanced with a dependence on our own nature. And and our natures have evolved. Our natures have evolved. There's always been culture with nature that our natures have evolved over over a very, very, very long period of time and we underestimate what we have within us, the incredible natural resources we each have access to. But we've never been taught how to nurture our own natures. So we are dependent on culture, and that is a major problem because it makes us very vulnerable.
1: Mm.
0: And mm. and we are constantly seeking some form of validation from the outside because we don't know how to access it from within.
1: Yeah, I and, hear and, you,
0: Brian. And you ask about balance. I think the balance is about learning to nurture our own natures so that we can encounter culture in at the right angle and and inform culture because culture is really informed by our natures but because our natures have been so underutilized we have a very toxic culture in the world now
1: and so i suppose the challenge is getting in touch with our true nature exactly and and that is then the how and you talk about practicing
0: mental flexibility Mental flexibility. What is that? So, so you see, the thing is, we are imprisoned by our own thinking, and therefore, and I know you're interested in Byron Katie's work, and you use it, and that is for me a very useful um, process to to look at your own thinking. Um, but in order to start being able to look at your own thinking, the gateway to our thoughts is through. Connecting with our bodies and our physical sensations and then moving into our emotions and being able to properly process our human emotions. That's the wonderful thing about being human. I'm not saying animals aren't emotional. They may well be, but we as humans are really very emotional. And that's something that has been largely suppressed. And so, you know, and then we get into the head of our thought patterns and the mental flexibility that can be learned, as you know, it's called the work and, and it's a, it's a form of, you know, being able to identify certain thought patterns that we have that, that have been enculturated into us.
1: Hmm. So for people listening now, um, who, who are intrigued with this, by this idea that we could be, um, you know, the, 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 you know this this imprisonment and wanting to have this emancipation and having mental flexibility. If you had to give someone a, a point, I think Brian has disappeared. Has he gone? I think his I think his computer finally said you're out of here. So Craig, I'm sure that he will try and make contact with us again, but uh, I do think Brian has disappeared. But let me continue because. I think it's a fascinating conversation Um, and it really does come with awareness. So I asked Brian to try and identify when in life you start to feel this way. And Brian was just talking about how we can connect with how we're feeling. So within our bodies and then the emotions that come up and that would then obviously identify if there are thoughts or if there are ideas or if there are beliefs that are coming up that could cause the problem. But I do see that Brian is back. Um, He got kicked out of his main computer and he's back. Um, All he has to do is activate his uh, microphone um, and then he's back on track. Are you with us, Brian? I don't know if we can hear Brian. He can hear us. He's trying to connect. I am wondering if we should take a very quick break and then come back and see if Brian is uh, back with his um, microphone. I'm so sorry. I do apologize. Yes, I see Brian is connecting to audio. He should be with us in just a moment.
0: Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish.
1: Welcome back. And of course, the cycle challenge is this Sunday. And so it is still not too late to make your donation, to show your support. Team DL link, 61 cyclists representing the DL link, all with their names, with a cancer warrior on their back. What a phenomenal, incredible connecting and supporting experience it's going to be. And you can be a part of it. You don't have to be a cyclist. Just go along to the website and you can make that donation. Brian, we've literally got a couple of minutes left. I always like to leave the audience with some kind of point or idea that they can work with um, very, very quickly. And I'm sorry to do this to you. But what would you say to our audience who are listening, who are saying, yes, I am feeling a bit disconnected or I'm not sure who I am. My true nature, or what, one thing you talk about this mental flexibility. One thing they can start to do.
0: Well, it is a tough question, but I guess <laughs> it is about um, about sort of taking taking responsibility for your own healing and wholeness, and and not settling for com, not being complacent, and and searching and seeking help and. You know, that's why there are people in the healing profession who, who are there to help. And yes, you might not meet the bright person initially, but to continue to not give up on your life and to, to trust that you can live in what I call freedom, peace and joy. That is achievable.
1: I love that, Brian, and I think it's a very important message um, because we very actively go out there, we watch what we eat, not all of us, all, but we're aware of it, and we're certainly aware of, you know, the physical side and working on the mind and knowing that there's internal work and that there are people out there who can support us in the process is so vital, right, emancipating. I love it. Brian, thank you Absolutely. so much for joining us.
0: Oh, it's been a pleasure, Nikki. Thanks again for inviting me.
1: It's been lovely having you on the show. Take care, Brian. And people can visit your website if they're interested in finding out more.
0: Yes, it's simply www.brianblem.co.za.
1: Fantastic. Thank you. So Brian Blem, counseling psychologist. And uh, yeah, this idea of emancipating yourself from mental slavery is what Brian is saying that through this cultural conditioning we lose the essence of who we truly are. We become what we are told we who we are and how life plays out. And and there's so many positives, but at the same time it's kind of like we're we're dancing someone else's dance. And what we want to do is get close to who we are and how we like to dance and. And that requires internal work because the other way around, we're waiting for everything else around us to change um, and kind of dictate the dance. But actually, when you get close to your true nature, you, you start to create your own dance. And so it is a journey and it is work. But so rewarding and, and especially, especially during these times, um, when things are so tough and we've all been through such a hard time to know that we can work on our minds, that we can find, um, be emancipated from those very stressful thoughts and concepts and ideas. So that was Brian Blehm and really very interesting to unpack that. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you got a lot out of it. I did. And, uh, I so enjoyed being with you. As I said, a privilege to be a part of this community. So proud to be a part of this community and wishing the DL Link cyclists, team DL Link, those of you who are taking to the roads those of you who have been schwitzing and working hard, may it be a good ride. Um, and when you are going through the tough times and you remember the tough times that the warriors are going through every moment of every day and that you are through, through your incredible efforts that you are helping them soar and, and experience something other than that immediate challenge that they're going through. So I thank you. The DL link thanks you. And I thank you for tuning in. It has, as always, been a pleasure. From me, Nikki Seberini, until next week, take care and goodbye.